And we are back, episode seven, another episode of the Maladjusted Monkeys. I'm Tommy Archer, the man to my left, my co-host, the man who never lets up at letting me down. It's Mr. Shane Klopp. At least I don't watch maths. <laughs> God damn it, man. Well, ten seconds in, you had to bring up Married at first, right? No spoilers. I don't want to. I haven't caught up in the last three episodes. Hey, don't trust me. I won't spoil that for you. <laughs> man to my right, he's probably one of the most interesting guys I've ever met. There's something about the way he talks that makes me feel completely dumb when I'm listening to him. You're welcome. <laughs> Flynn Graham. Thanks hey, for joining us, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me on. No I'm really right. glad to be here. Uh, so, obviously, you and Shane have known each other. I've only known you for like two years, really. Mm. On it, I've only had a few conversations with you. Yeah, I think we're like running to each other maybe two or yeah. three times throughout the... Two yeah, years. a few random piss-ups Shane's organised. But So, how do you guys know each other like exactly? We're grade five? Yeah, five. Yeah, I believe primary school. So, I'd moved to Maryborough and started a new school and then, yeah, we uh, became the best of friends. The best of friends. <laughs> the bestest friend. Don't, don't wink at me. Like <laughs> like, no, this guy, I'm, I'm nervous of what that wink means. Uh, no, so, um, I think Shane piqued my curiosity because at school, we like at primary school, we had to learn German. God, I'm wondering where this is going. And in German class, our German teacher was incredibly high strung. Yep. Oh, very yeah. high strung. Well, she's German, so yeah, exactly. Naturally. She got hit by a car, though, so you know, swings around about. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> just kidding. She's a nice lady. She lost. But uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She was just yeah. in hospital. Yeah, no, no. Uh, fuck, we've all yeah. been there. That's all right. Um, but yeah, so you should incredibly high strung, and if you did anything outside of the straight edge, didn't like it and didn't know how to handle it, and I can completely understand because I sometimes the same way around children. You're kind of like, eh, yeah, fluff the handle yeah. Especially if one of the children's this guy, and so <laughs> he would bring to class his water bottle, which was a baby a baby's bottle, bottle with uh. a nipple on it, <laughs> <laughs> yep. and would sit in class sucking on this bottle. And that is not something she could understand. <laughs> yeah, neither neither just, could anyone else, but no one, no one really questioned you on either. <laughs> Which was the strangest thing, actually. That this says a lot about us more than yeah, it says about you. Yeah, I don't know. That you had the bottle? Or like, oh, mate, the, I was a bigger hipster fuckwit like, back then than you know, <laughs> now. Yeah, it was great. I wouldn't couldn't consider you a hipster these days, though. you got a mustache. Well, neither nice neither would I, but... Yeah. I don't always... I wouldn't consider drinking from a bottle with a teat a hipster thing. That's not something I've thought of. <laughs> As someone who maybe represents the hipsters with a beard. <laughs> yeah, you know, a nippled bottle isn't something. So, but, how old were you guys then? Oh, however you old you are in grade, grade five. five. What's that? <laughs> keep, keep, keep up. <laughs> <laughs> right on, mate. Jesus. Mate, I've been getting fed all freaking night. It's time for me to get my own back. Well, it's what? A bit of perspective for all our listeners. We've been, four hours ago, we said we're going to start this podcast, and every technical issue you can imagine has come up, and we've just been laying it all at Cuppy's doorstep. Yeah. I apologize, mate. Well, look, and to be fair, it is really all my fault. <laughs> yeah, it is. And this is also round two, because we couldn't record this probably the first time. Yeah, time. so, Flynn, thanks for coming in again. Yeah. No worries. Still happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah. But no, so, um, yeah, we became friends in grade five and we'd spend pretty much every afternoon after school cruising around on our bikes, hanging around <laughs> doing stupid shit. And then um, and Shane didn't mind it. His little brother hated it in that I got sent to private school in Harvey Bay. And so Shane was like, oh, I want to go there too. So he went out. And I have no idea how my grandmother afforded that. <laughs> I think you got a scholarship, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, did you go to a private school? Yeah. yeah. So he's somehow waste managed of money. Oh, yeah, I fucking yeah. say. Somehow, hey, man. I dropped out as well. So you know, <laughs> yeah. all, all round, uh, <laughs> killing it. All yeah. your parents listening, just don't it's bother. Right. Just don't bother. Don't bother. But um, yeah, no. So he um, got a scholarship and went to the same high school I went to. So pretty much from grade five, we've been mm. friends the whole time. Um. Yeah, so I think a lot of our kind of interactions and stuff, kind of all the fun stuff happened in high school, Yeah, I think, for us, because we both dropped out, I think, in the same year. Yeah, year 11. Year 11, yeah. So, I think I dropped out like halfway through year 11, somehow managed to convince my mother <laughs> that it was a good idea. I think it was through uh, just constant, constant yeah. pressure, and it's got to the point where I was like, 
Fuck yeah. Fine, you know better. <laughs> Enjoy. Have, have a good, good luck with that yeah. life. Have a good time out there. And how'd that work out for you? Yeah, good. Yeah, because no, no, really. like, at, at the time, like, I can't even remember you were ever talking about um, being on, like, being depressed or um, being on medication or anything like that. So, when did, when did you start? So, I think my first awareness of depression or... Yeah, because I don't remember it ever being a thing or a talking point or anything at all until after I dropped out of um, high school. And so when I dropped out, I spent a lot of time just, you know, playing video games, doing a lot of fucking nothing. And so spending a lot of time at home, late nights, drinking lots of Coke. And my mother was um, concerned about my weight. So I've never been a big eater. Mm. And so drinking lots of Coke in that time as well, like, is a massive like um, appetite suppressor as well. So I wasn't eating a lot. And when I was eating, I'm a grazer. So I just like to pick at stuff. So if I ever became a millionaire, I'd be just hors d'oeuvres all day. <laughs> like nothing but hors d'oeuvres. That, that yeah. is the best way to eat food. Like. Right? Yeah, yeah, it is. I think so. Because you get to be like a bit of everything. Yeah. What you... What's that called? Tapas. 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 Yeah. No, I think tapas is sharing, not so much just lots of little food. What were you grazing on? At this so I was grazing life? on like carrot sticks and- Oh, that's- that's healthy that's as fuck. Healthy. It's healthy, but it's incredibly low calorie. Yep. And so, if you're just eating fucking carrot sticks and stuff, like you carrot know, sticks you, and coke, carrot sticks and coke, good, good diet. diet and pepperoni pizza. Yeah. It's a diet that I resumed later on in life. That's <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> but um, no. So doing that, she was concerned about my weight, and so I ended up going to see a psychiatrist for the weight thing. And then um, I actually don't think there was any resolution to that. I think my mum just said, oh, completely not related to the weight thing, I'm not buying you Coke anymore. You're drinking way too fucking much of it. <laughs> yep. It's costing too much money. <laughs> Put your head in. Yep. Yep. Have, have some water. Something us broke. Yep. Yeah. And then, miraculously, I started to gain weight. Hey, who knew? Good on mum. So, um, Jesus, mum. Sort it out. I know. So, it's just all over. It's just a Coke thing. Yep. <laughs> but um, in seeing the psychiatrist, he brought to, my atten- or brought to our attention the fact that he thought that I was depressed. And so we go, oh, what makes you think that? And so they start listing the symptoms of like the signs that someone's depressed, mm-hmm. like unable to make eye contact, um, not never wanting to engage in conversations with people. Um, did you feel depressed or did you feel any of this at the time? Not really, but then I was playing video games and drinking Coke. So it's kind of like, I was living my best life, yeah. it, but then I was never put into any social... It's situation to you that wasn't an issue. Is that's what I mean? Like, no. Okay. Not it's funny that you listing out those signs and symptoms. Like, and I was just thinking, like, that could be like any given kid going through puberty. Like, yeah, yeah it could yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so it could be broad. But, but yeah. in being told the symptoms, I'm very self-aware, and I always have been. Um, in being told about the symptoms later on in life, they were things that I would begin to before I think. Before I started to get like suicidal thoughts or anything like that, I'd begin to notice the fact that I was no longer holding eye contact with people and was avoiding. I'm sorry, bro. I've got to. Do, I've got to do something about this dog. Yeah, I can okay. hear. Yeah, sort that dog out. We'll continue without you. God damn it, Shane. Fuck. Sharp, Poppy. But um, oh, we're letting the dog in. Yeah. Otherwise, she'll just keep winging. It's a cute dog, though, so I can understand. <laughs> All right. Please continue. But um, yeah. So. <laughs> ended up going on um, antidepressants, so Zoloft, yeah. um, as part of that. And then I was, then we moved from Maribor to Harvey Bay for me to go back to school. So I got on the antidepressants, started feeling like I need to start to do, doing something with my life. And whenever I get in situations where I'm feeling like I'm not going anywhere, I tend to revert, revert to study. And so I go, oh, if I'm not doing anything, I may as well be learning something. Yeah. So, I decided to go back and finish year 11 and 12. So, I went to TAFE at, um, in Harvey Bay and started making like quite a lot of friends when I was there. Were, getting... you, were you two still hanging out at this time? Yeah. 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 Did, so you, hang up did a... you notice at this stage? That Not really, man. Like, but then we'll... I never thought... We're sitting around playing video games. Yeah. Like, so, like is, we, we weren't even like, looking at each other. Yeah. We had computers back to back. I got to ask, what games were we playing at this time? Counter-Strike. Yeah, Counter-Strike. All right, sweet. 100%. Yeah, Counter-Strike and like World of Warcraft, yeah. I think, was the big ones. Okay, fair call. But we're sitting in a room together with screens back-to-back. Not being social with each other. No, just. occasionally we'd hand each other a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. I miss it. But, um, yeah, so went to, went to TAFE and then started meeting people and whatever. And then, uh, yeah, started that started, I think I was about 17, 17 yeah. and a half or whatever. And at that, that stage, um, Shane was working full time. And so we'd catch up after, after he finished work and I finished school or whatever. And um, somehow, by coincidence, I ended up in the grade below his younger yeah. brother. Yep. Who had always been a grade below us, but having dropped out and then like dicked around for two years yep. and then decided I'm back. Bang. I was a year below him now. <laughs> and so um, me and his younger brother, Stephen, started becoming um, good friends at uni and uh, at TAFE. And then, um, yeah, so we started having, going to parties. And then thus was the introduction of alcohol into my life. And um, yeah, so we started having, going to parties and having a good time. And it was about at that time I was like, Oh, I'm feeling a lot better. Mm. I don't think I probably need antidepressants or anything like that anymore. And so, I know that they recommend for antidepressants that you wean yourself off. Yeah, like you yeah, wean yeah. yourself you dizzy as fuck? No. No, I never you really- had no vertigo, like, if you just go on cold turkey. Not at all. I had no- no recognizable side effects. Really? From, from taking them, then just stopping. Then just stop. Yeah, no. Really? I, I used to take any depression. Because you- Yeah. Yeah. If when I, I tried that, man, I- yeah, I'd Fuck, dude. Go. Yeah, so yeah. bad. It's yeah. a- The antidepressants are an interesting thing, and it's an, always an interesting talking point, because people seem to be either for them or really against them. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's one of those things that they have to be strongly respected, and also the fact that because they're- balancing chemicals in your head it's a i feel like it's an individual experience for every single person i yeah, don't yeah, think they're gonna do the like if you read the back of packet the back of the packet the uh the list of oh, negative side effects yeah. is a long list yeah. of things they, and one of the side effects every drug that's true yeah but like yeah. one of the side effects of antidepressants is depression depression <laughs> crippling depression so oh, not just regular depression no no, no crippling, <laughs> crippling depression yeah you can't walk <laughs> um, <laughs> let alone get out of bed. Sorry, you, you're in a wheelchair for six months. <laughs> What's wrong with Shane? Crippling <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so. But um, yeah, so they did the whole like wean you on thing, yeah. but I never really respected that and just yep. would just go, I'm all good. Yep. Bang. Off you go. And then I'd go on my merry way for, I don't know, usually six to seven months of just drinking every weekend, having fun, living the dream. And then I'd start realizing as time would go on that in between being pissed, I was incredibly unhappy. Mm. And so it would go these Monday to Friday. I said, yeah, Monday to Thursday. Maybe Monday, Wednesday was <laughs> shit. And then Thursday was lads night. Yeah, so we got yeah. on the piss with the boys around yeah. the house. Yep. And then Friday was, hey, it's weekend. Yep. So you're on the piss Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. And then Sunday is just residual. Mm. And then you're back into the swing of things Monday. So, Monday to Wednesday, you're kind of like, you don't feel good. So, when you would hit a low Monday to Wednesday, what mm. what thoughts were you having or how were you feeling at the time? Uh, generally speaking, I think my depression manifests itself mainly in just self-loathing loathing, yeah, yeah. and just not enjoying your own self and your own direction or anything like that. Yeah. I didn't I never have had very many like suicidal th- tendencies or suicidal thoughts. Well, actually, I think if any suicidal thoughts have had a objective, so you, you know, you kind of go, like, What do you mean? It's hard to articulate. Um, I know you think about like, Oh, what would it be like? And then you do these fantasies. Over yeah, like, yeah. It's like, like Shane, what- Shane said it in a previous episode, it's like winning the lottery, like, fantasizing about fantasizing, it. Like, yes, you, exactly. You know, like you're not going to win the lottery, but oh, imagine if I, if I won it, what, yeah, yeah, like, what yeah, would happen? What would be yeah. the, yeah. the butterfly effect of yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. And so you look at it in that way, but never in a, I'm going to do this or how would planned, I- never planned. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, my, yeah. Yeah. The fantasy would always be, oh, it's happened. What's going to happen next? Not, this is how I'm going to go about it. Yeah. 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 So it was never, it was never something that I think was going to happen. And so, um, yeah, it's mainly just self-loathing, not enjoying my own company. And the way that that tends to manifest itself for me as well is the fact that when I am pissed, I'm either having a really good time or I'm not. Yeah. And it's not 
a middle ground of I'm having an yeah, okay no, time. All right. It's either a shit time mm. or a good time. Yep. And it's kind of that's my one of the biggest dangers, and I still face that drinking and stuff is that sometimes you have a good time on the piss. And you never, like playing roulette, you never know when you're about to lose. Yeah. And so you'll go out on the piss three or four times and have a great night every single time. We're like, oh, that's the time of our life with all my friends. And then you go, fuck yeah, alcoholism, depression, beat that. Like, <laughs> we're good. Like, I'm sort of, yeah, 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 it's all good. Here. <laughs> yeah. And then the sixth time comes around and then you fucking lash out at your friends or you say shit that you don't mean yep. or in that moment you mean, but yeah. when you're sober up, you're like, fuck, that was stupid That's and all that cool. kind of stuff. Yeah. And then you feel like absolute dog shit after that because of your actions. Yeah. And then enough time goes by that the human mind doesn't like to remember pain. And so you forget about that a little bit or people, you, you apologize to the people or whatever and then you move past it and then you go, think I'm ready for another drink. Yeah, yeah. And usually that takes about a week. And then you jump back on the wagon and then you have another good night. And you're like, yeah, sick. Yeah. And then it just it's fucking Because that's, yeah, that's me at the moment. Like, that's, yeah, I was going to say, you to this. Yeah, dude. I keep... I was going pretty good from, like, November when I started cutting right back. And, like, over the last couple of weeks... Because I've had, I had a couple of slips and then it just... It, it was always... It's almost at the point again where it's like... Ah, fuck it. I'm already off the wagon. Oh, well. Yeah. Let, let's just keep jogging on. But um, even, like, last night, I had a few drinks. A few drinks. I want to well, ask you, because obviously when I rocked up here today, I you knew you were going to be hungover. <laughs> and I could tell you I'm going to when I saw you. <laughs> How many drinks did you have last night? That's the giggle of a guilty man. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Six-pack of Guinness. Oh, no, that's that was... Uh, I was about before you started. Okay, hang on. I was about to say, look me in the eye and tell me the truth. But when you started with a six pack of Guinness, I'm like, all right, he's telling me the truth. <laughs> hang on, it's two, Jesus, four. So, so eleven beers, and then um, probably half a bottle of rum, homebrew. Your homebrew? No, not my homebrew, but someone else's homebrew. Yeah, homebrew. So it was homebrew. Yeah, so it's still homebrew. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of yours. That's fine, man. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> no. Um, but even while I was drinking, like, in that moment, like, I knew, you know, I'm doing the wrong thing. I shouldn't be doing this. And, like, I wasn't really, like, I was having a good time because I was with my mates. But at the same time, like, I wasn't getting any um, a good feeling from it. And I was just, like, just literally, and I was just noticing how quickly I was just drinking. And I was drinking purely just to get fucking wasted. Yeah. And that, and, like, I've kind of notice that more and more now is like I don't just sit there and enjoy a drink it's fucking get it in me as fast as I can do you know why so, hey. oh, have you thought about like why um yeah, yeah a lot yeah. like why I drink like, well, why you've been noticing recently that you're oh, just cause, really- just cause I'm more mindful of it now and like trying to actually was make that, a like- con- conscious effort to cut it back um so is that like you're now when you do drink you're drinking faster and more because you're then trying to overcome the that added guilt of the fact that you're supposed um, to be no I think I've always like for a long time, I've done that, um, but it's just now I'm just noticing it more, I guess, just more cognizant of it. When um, you woke up this morning, did you have that, oh, fuck, why did I drink? No, because I was still drunk. Okay. That's always okay. That's always so, helpful, isn't it? At any point now, are you like, oh, fuck, I wish I didn't do that? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, you know, like, I'm harsh on you. Like any time, yeah. So no, but it's good. And I need yeah. it. I, and I, you've I, got to have people that you're accountable yeah. to. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. bad when I am harsh. No, no, I need it. It's I'm good. Like, I need because like Madison's right off me at the moment, which is fair enough. Um, yeah. But like at the same time, like it's so it's easier, I suppose, for coming from you because I don't see you very often. It's like yeah, no, you're right, whatever. But like you know, Madison has to live with me, and you know, I understand like she's 100 percent right, and like every right to be fucking shitty with me. But at the same time, it's like. Do you find that the, it's going m- the to, more that you fall off the wagon, the easier it is to fall off the yeah, wagon? Yeah, until so I think because there's no, there doesn't seem to be any yeah, major yeah, repercussions yeah. for your actions yet. But last night, what was the <laughs> event? For, fuck, we're turning into a real shame club. Jesus Christ! Oh, hang on, I'll fucking talk. I'll get <laughs> off here in a second. But, <laughs> <laughs> what was the event for last night? What was the reason for drinking? Um, there was no. Okay, all right. Because normally, like, when, if Madison takes me and says, yeah, now I haven't come home. Yeah, yeah. 
and asked you why you went out. So, like, oh, like, one of the boys is doing this, doing this. Right. one of the boys is heading off here. You know, I had yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. always the same. It's like, well, that's never going to stop. Yeah, there's always especially there's now, all, yeah, there's the there's next always be yeah, off. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or some. Oh, I haven't seen that's a big crazy. realization that yeah. I think most people have eventually is that the justifications you give yourself for drinking, like oh, it's someone's birthday or whatever. Generally speaking, you know quite a few people. There's always a fucking birthday. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's always yeah. something happening oh, on the yeah, weekend. Yeah. And I know it's all like thinly veiled, like excuse reason just for me to go piss up. Like, yeah, yeah. That's a hundred percent what it is. Yeah. So that's the one thing I noticed. I'll leave you alone now, mate. Thanks, mate. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna turn my back to you for a second, <laughs> but I'm not being rude. <laughs> uh, there's one thing I noticed about myself as well is that I would. Like if it was anyone's birthday or whatever, I'd go out, get on the piss, or for no reason, I'd be around with friends and get on the piss. And that sometimes, so I'd jump around to different friendship groups or whatever. Mm. And so you go, oh, this this person's birthday, go hang out with these people. Oh, hang out with these people, hang out with these people. And then you realize that those people that you're having a good time with, they're on the piss with you. And mm. so you're kind of like, oh, it's all good. We're all on the piss. It's all yeah. sweet. But that's the only time they've drunk that month. Yeah. And yeah. that friendship yeah. group have only come together that month. Yeah. And then the next friendship group you go see or whatever, yep. that's the only time they've got on the piss that month. But then you're, you're every around. fucking like yeah, every yeah. weekend. Yeah. And then it kind of comes to realization that like, shit, I'm just getting pissed all the fucking yeah. time and I'm going to get left behind because other people are actually like, you know, going out and doing shit with their lives. Yep. You're just sitting there boozing up. Mm. Which so- is- just go back to where you were before. You're saying you were feeling shit Monday to Wednesday. Mm. So how old were you then? You were studying, right? So during TAFE, yeah, I was studying. Um, yeah, so I was studying when I was 17, and so that kind of cycle happened quite a bit throughout 17 and, and a TAFE, and then I dropped out of TAFE. Yeah, I didn't even make it through year 11 again. What were you there? What were you? <laughs> What are you saying? You're learning. We're going to throw in an arts degree there? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not serving coffee. I was, uh, <laughs> I was uh, trying, to do, trying my hardest to do year 11. <laughs> yep. Fuck, it sounds so bad when you say it back. Um, but hey, here I am. Who needs it? Hey, no one's listening. Uh, education. <laughs> Education's over, right? Um, but yeah, no, so we just keep going through that cycle. We ended up all moving out together into a house and then- then we're really hitting the booze and then after dropping out, got another job and then was still around people constantly where we were just drinking. Yeah. And because we were all drinking- So, was- had you gotten back onto the meds? Like through uh, So, the- throughout all this time? Yeah. On and off. Oh, okay. On and off for different events. So, like, yeah. if you go through a breakup, you're like, oh, actually, I don't think- None of my breakups, I don't think, sparked me going back onto meds. It was usually something that happened- prior to the breakup that was like I should probably get back on meds yeah. and then a, a breakup usually was quite imminent after that yeah yeah so <laughs> correlation causation yeah <laughs> probably yeah probably <laughs> but I'm <laughs> using big words around me usually I'm like yeah 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 correlation, correlation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the correlation effect yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. but no so um, but yeah so we'll just go on out drinking every single weekend but there was no good role model yeah, I think that was a big kicker because I know that you stopped hanging out with us for a while because you were settling down with your girlfriend at the time, mm. and they moved out to another house. And Are then- you calling Shane a role model? No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never been accused of that. <laughs> just checking, not, that. A, not at all. I'm like, uh, this Shane crop. I do <laughs> no, because I put it. I remember we did come over drinks at his house one night, and I think you ended up at Blockbuster naked. Was that you? Ah, uh, yes. That was you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, we lived Is in Is that why they went under? <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably the only thing keeping them alive at the last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, my old man did that with me. He did, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, you know. Jesus. Yeah. Role models. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't have any positive role models either. So. <laughs> Correlation <laughs> is not <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I used it right. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember what the other word was that went with it. But, no. but um, yeah, so, no, at that stage, but you're young. It's kind of like to be expected. You've got yeah. no one like holding you back. You just yeah. run free. You don't know what you should be doing then. No. no you think you're and doing Bruce seemed like a pretty good idea. And it was pretty fun. We had some yeah. good times. Yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but it was it was really fun. Um, but then that continued on for, I don't know, eight years. <laughs> so, <laughs> quite a long time. Yeah. It, it was, 
I moved to Brisbane about four years ago. Yeah, as well, just in case. I'll do one right now, just to, just yeah, to go, just in case. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Another technical difficulty. <laughs> We're back, starting from now. <laughs> Flynn, please. Yeah, so in the in the span of that eight years, um, I had a girlfriend for I think two years, two and a half years, two years. Um, that was quite good for me. It helped me break that cycle a bit and have someone who wasn't as a massive piss head or anything like that. So that helped. Like governments tend to help rein you in. And so that was good. But yeah, I think the whole looping back into depression and the self-loathing and stuff, part of that is you, know, you don't feel like you deserve anything good that's happening yeah. to you. And so rather than going, oh, I'm so grateful for these things I, de- I don't deserve, that's not how the mind works. It's more... I'm going to fuck all this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't deserve this. I'm going to fuck it all up. Yep. And so, you just do stupid stuff. Self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is yep. a big one. And so, yeah, you just do stupid shit, say stuff you don't mean, all that kind of stuff. And so, we ended up breaking up. And then after that, I started drinking again very heavily. I had another friend who moved in with me. And so, we were drinking. Like, I've never been an after-work drinker. But during that period of time, I pretty much was. So, I work for a couple of hours or whatever and then just drink all afternoon or have like a six pack every day or that kind of shit like fucking heaps and so i was like i don't a change of just scenery completely like move somewhere where i know less people and all that may help yep and so i had a really good opportunity to move in with two of my friends up in brisbane which was great because they did all like the house hunting and all that kind of boring shit for me and then i was able to just turn up which was great so i moved in with my friend scott and Stacy, and that was great. So I spent some time again unemployed there, just playing video games. Looking, was looking for work. I was looking for work. So don't don't kill me now. Okay, yeah. So I ended up um, getting a job as a telemarketer for Telstra, which so uh, that would make yeah. you drink more, if anything. Surely, yes. <laughs> because surprisingly, very lucrative. You yeah, I would a, not have thought that at all. Like, yeah. You have, you've seen The Wolf of Wall Street? It's all, it's all sales-based, yeah? Like, it is. It's 100% commission-based. Yeah, that's the word, yeah. It's 100% based, yeah. commission. So, if you don't make it sale during the day, you've just worked for eight hours for Zippo. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. But when you do make a sale, the commission you got was bonkers. So, for like to put it in context, to sign someone up, like if you managed to sign someone up to a new home bundle, which was like internet and a phone... That it cost cost them like what sixty bucks a month or whatever it is these days. Yeah, you got like four hundred dollars. Fucking hell! Holy shit! Yeah, that's thing is like three hundred fifty bucks. I think you got a commission for that one sale. So How good a salesman were you? Not good. <laughs> not good. Because sell me this pen. No, <laughs> no. So like my sales tactics is like I oh, sell me this pen. I'm like, do you need a pen? If you go no, no. all good. I'll, t- I'll talk to you later. Yeah, I'll leave you alone. But if you're <laughs> like, <have> mine. like. <laughs> Exactly. I don't want anything for it. No. But if you went, oh, I've got a pen, but it's too expensive for me. Can you get me a cheaper pen? Then I was, great. Yep. I can probably get you a cheaper pen. But then I'll, that's, you still get your commission, even yep. if you change them, if they're on whatever other service or even if they're on a service that, like the big one was people in the mines yep. on their SIM cards running up like one gig data plans, but obviously they're in the mines, so they're streaming nonstop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so they're going like 100 gig over their one gig SIM card and just don't give a fuck. So, it's costing them like 500 bucks a month. And they're like, oh, can you get me like a better SIM? Like, yeah, yeah, I can. And yep. sometimes they'd sign up for the for the fucking iPad, yeah. all that kind of shit. And then you've just made, you know, from 400 to 500 bucks in a day. So, what's the most money you, you made in a day? No, no, probably, like, probably like 500 bucks. What's the most oh, yeah. you've made in a week? Um, I think it's like two and a half grand. What about a year? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, like, the, the guys who were really good. <laughs> the, so, the worst thing about it was our, the managers in there. Also, no one in that industry is old. Everyone yeah. is young. Because so obviously- Everyone's after, drinking piss. Everyone's drinking piss. And that managers actively encourage drinking. So, they would buy you piss at lunch. Because if you're at least a little bit- They don't want you smashed. But if you're tipsy, you're far less likely- more confident and you're far less likely to take no as an answer and you just put those things away mate <laughs> take someone's eye out you're more confident fellas <laughs> got the pistols out <laughs> got the pistol. 
Call me Mr. Uh, Pete when I drink. Oh, fuck. It's probably coffee. Oh, fucking terrible. <laughs> but no, so um, there's lots of, lots of young kids there. Everyone's getting paid a lot of money. And there's a bar directly across the road that knew our pay cycles and all of that. That's yeah, their biggest yep. customers. So, they were open late on the days when we got paid. Right about. So, there's people that would- rigged. Yeah. It is rigged. You're, gonna, you're meant to lose. Payday was Wednesday. Yep. And- You're you would, by Thursday. You, yeah. You'd have yep. people rocking up to work on the Friday on the same clothes they were wearing on the Wednesday. So, they've just- Gone out all night, come into work again on the Thursday, then gone out all night again. Broken, never beaten. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Oh, God. But it was very much Wolf of Wall Street. Like, they'd had, um, whenever you make a sale, they'd ring a big bell and everyone cheer for you and all that kind of stuff while you're on the phone trying to make a sale. Like, shut up. Stop all the noise. Like, oh, someone's birthday there. Like, yeah, yeah, someone's birthday. <laughs> Man, <laughs> no, it's crazy. just a bunch of young people making a shitload of cash. <laughs> yeah. So, like, but, the really good sales guys, like, how much money could they make in a oh, week? Oh, And there was one kid that was making, like, four grand a week. Jesus Christ. Mm. Yeah. But what, what are we doing? What did we do that? Yeah. Well, well I, mean, I, I, I have seen, I have seen him on talk to him. Yeah, mate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, you don't. <laughs> I, have <laughs> seen him, I have seen him on Facebook still, and- uh yeah, since they don't do commission based anything more anymore, he's just working in a Telstra store as a salesperson. Oh, so. oh yeah, no, I don't. The dream is over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, fuck that noise. <laughs> There's no happy endings there. <laughs> but um, so, you know, so I started that. Obviously, then around more people that are just getting on the piss. Yep. Awesome, getting on the piss. That's what I know. He's busy. And then um, Stacy moved out of the house, and our other friend Mick moved in. So now you've got. Three guys in a house. All three of us love drinking, and all three of us love playing video games at that stage. So the perfect storm. Per- <laughs> the perfect storm. Yeah, make for a terrible movie then. But uh, Marky Mark, so fucking boring. It's <laughs> cleaning that. I've never seen it. Mm. If you haven't lived. Anyway, sorry. Right, continue. Um, yeah. So we're just um, like there was no socialising anymore. It was just we would go get cases of beer from Friday and just drink all the way into Sunday evening. Yeah. Just sit around at home playing video games and getting through that just over and over. And I think it was about, I don't know, probably about a year of going through that that I started to get noticeably unhappy with the cycle as well as unhappy with myself. And as I get more and more unhappy- So, this is like you're you're kind of realizing- Yeah. And so, I'm noticing- those symptoms yep. that I've told about long ago, those feelings. So, I was like, when I was in social situations, I got myself a, a proper job at that time, but I was finding it really hard to, like, make eye contact yep. with people at work and hold conversations with strangers, all that kind of shit, like, just doing anything in my power to avoid any kind of human interaction. Yeah. As well as just feeling incredibly unhappy. And so, yeah, I started to, if we'd get on the Crazy. piss, far more frequently i'd start like lashing out at my friends and saying negative shit or doing stupid stuff breaking down and like crying and shit when i'm on the piss which is never a good sign no never really been a crier but uh through those times like fuck Mm. it would happen and so that for me was like fuck i think i think i know what's going on here and so i I rang my mom and stuff and i was like ah like i think i'm going through the shit again Uh, i'm gonna go to the doctor get hooked up to the drip again. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so, when I got a new prescription of um, antidepressants and stuff and got back on the antidepressants, again, you're not weaning in this time. I just went straight like bang into like one pill a day. Yeah. Off you go. And um, kind of took that time to anytime I'd notice someone coming into our live or social circle that had some kind of positive traits, yeah, I'd immediately- latch onto them and go we need to hang out more mm-hmm. yeah. as a way of trying to find my way out of this cycle that we're just going through over and over and so i ran into um ran into a friend of and friend of a friend doug his name's mitch the guy that i met who's big in the gym and all that kind of stuff like still drinks and all that kind of thing but uh, a healthier lifestyle healthier lifestyle yeah and so i started hanging out with him a bit and we'd i said i'd go to the gym with him whatever so then i had someone who was I was accountable yeah. to. So, that really helped. So, I started going to the gym. And then at that stage, I was like, ah, I need to try to remove myself from the situation being around friends that are also drinking because very 
I'm influenced easily when it comes to drinking. So mm-hmm. if I'm like hanging around people that aren't drinking or whatever, or we're out doing hikes and stuff, great. Don't think about it. All sweet. Mm. But as soon as someone's like cracking drinks around, like, oh, you want a drink? Very hard to say no. Yeah. So it's easier for me to just remove myself yeah. from it completely. Um, yeah. So I decided to go and move in with one of our other friends, Mitch, um, not the guy who's going to the gym, another friend. And so I lived with him for a while, but found myself still having the that negative influence of still going out and drinking and stuff and not going to the gym as much as I'd like to and that. Yeah. So I went in further and then actually moved in with my friend Mitch who does go to the gym and lived with him. And so that I think was like a very key turning point yeah. in living with him. How long ago was this? I think that would have been about two years ago now. Okay. Yeah. No, no, it would have been longer than that now. I think it would have been two and a half, three years ago yeah. now. Yep. Three years? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. three years. And so living with him was a massive. That's when things like started really started changing my habits. When did you start? Sorry, when did you start the um, your new job at the? Um, so I started my job. Was that around the same time? No, you'd start before. I'd, I'd started it when I I started my current job when I was in the house with Scott and. Um, Mick. Yeah, okay. I was just wondering like, if that was like around the same time because like- No, yeah. I got the got the big boy job. Mm. What are you doing now? I'm a supply planner for a steel manufacturer. So, it's oh, like okay. a, yeah. almost like a data analyst. Mm. Yep. Um, and so, I got a job at this company about two years in- Yeah, it's about two years into my time in Brisbane or a year and a half into my time in Brisbane and started getting a bit more exposure to quote unquote- adults yeah because I, no- I noticed that like from when you after you got that job like you yeah you changed heaps like that yeah instead of like partying and all that kind of stuff yeah you're a lot more focused on doing other things and uh, I'm not, like a- I definitely think it helped being around adult yeah for five days of the week who like you kind of see what people are like supposed to be like yeah yeah like what kind of how the other how the other other side operate yeah so um, that what that work environment very as good people weren't getting on the piss all the time this is obviously not a- <laughs> no <laughs> not always very much a uh was a white collar think think boardrooms and, and computers and yeah desks uh, yeah of course yeah desks and phones i see yep My but um is. yep yeah mine too now but um <laughs> yeah so so I started living with my friend Mitch and so I got to the gym regularly, eating much healthier as well, like cooking all my own meals, all that kind of stuff, which massive benefit, I think, was eating healthier. Yeah. Really helped. Um, but at this stage, at that point, I ended up coming back from Harvey Bay with Shane and mentioned to him as I was still feeling, at this stage, I was still on antidepressants and I was still feeling like there was, I don't know, something missing. So I felt like I was building up a good base for being a relatively useful human being mm. but there's still not a lot there it's kind of like if you're just going to the gym every day and eating healthy but you're not doing anything what kind of existence is yeah. that i guess yeah. you're not really you're not passionate about anything you're just yeah existing yeah and so i still felt this kind of hole of like well what's my purpose like what's the what am i doing like am i just gonna stay at this job forever like what am i doing and so I, at that time, I kind of thought that was what I was gonna I was gonna double down on going to work, being a businessman, being a businessman, <laughs> businessman, businessman. But uh, <laughs> um, so that's what I thought. But then I was driving back from Harvey Bay with Shane, and I mentioned I downloaded Instagram and started having a look at photos, as I think many people do, and go, I oh, I'd love to take cool photos too. Yeah, and uh, mentioned that to Shane. I was like, oh, I wouldn't mind like getting into photography or taking cool photos. And he said, oh, I've actually got a, a camera, like a DSLR camera that he bought on the way back from Afghan that's been sitting in his uh, cupboard. <laughs> yeah. Was Why did you buy that? Because um, one of the boys that I was over with uh, took his DSLR camera over and had like the coolest photos of like the landscape and stuff like that. And I was like, fuck yeah, that, that's that's cool. I want that. And obviously yeah. I had a bit of money. So I was like, I'm going to get it. And so I got it. And then I didn't use it. Yeah. yeah. I don't even I- remember seeing it. Yeah, it, yeah. Oh, I've got... Yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. Irrelevant. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> like, no, let's talk more about that time you had a camera. <laughs> yeah, <that's not. laughs> yeah. But no, so, Sh- so I said to Shane, oh, he said, oh, you can borrow it if you want. I'm not doing anything with it. So he was living in Gundu, India at the mm. time. And so you actually, like, to your credit, massive One pivotal point in my life. A few times he actually, like, followed through and <laughs> mailed the fucking thing to me. Hang on. <laughs> You completed a task? Yeah, You mate, completed a task. Or not. Without any prompting. I wasn't going, oh, man, did you send me that camera yet? <laughs> uh, I was just like, oh, yeah, cool. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I sent you that camera. I was like, what, what, ca- what camera? What years of you? <laughs> the, best, the best years the of my best life. Years. That one day. <laughs> that one day. <laughs> that one, that one day action. That fucking did it. Oh, Christ. But um, I think over my whole entire life, like you look at like the butterfly effect and pivotal key moments. I think that car conversation, and not just car conversation, but that Him following through, through mm. is probably one of the most pivotal things in my life that changed my life for nothing but the better. And so he sent me the camera, and I put it in my closet. So I was like, oh, <laughs> good, good. Like, this is what you do with a camera, right? You put it in the closet. This is the way Shane uses it. So I was like, oh, I sat in there for like a couple of months, and then I was like, I uh, sent me this thing. I should fucking get off my ass and do something with it. And so, jumped on YouTube, started watching like a few videos, like, oh, how do I take photos? And then went out into the backyard and the local park and just started taking photos of shit. Like, I think on my hard, <laughs> hard drive somewhere, there's some real good photos and blades of grass. <laughs> Super artsy. Is <laughs> a Microsoft Windows background? Oh, yeah. Um, taking pictures of your dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> dog shit connoisseur. <laughs> We've seen Stranger Things. Uh, um, sorry. Thankfully not. As I feel like my friendship base would have considerably reduced. <laughs> or it may have increased in the West End, I don't know. Yeah. But, no, uh, you don't know. The next big thing in photography. <laughs> <laughs> Just ge- geotagging dog shits. But, uh, oh, fuck. No, so and also going out to parks and stuff to take photos and then going back to the computer and going, oh, yeah, cool, blade of grass. Don't like it. It doesn't look good. This looks shit. This doesn't look like those epic fucking Alps photos that I've seen on Instagram. Where am I going to get some Alps? How do I make this look like this? Exactly. Like, is this Photoshop? Like, so I realized, I started like thinking about like, oh, what do I like on there? I'm like, oh, landscapes. I like landscapes because I don't like interacting with people. Great. So I started um, going on some hikes and I was like going on walks. And so, with my friend Steph, she took me on a few hikes and went on a mountain climb and stuff. And I was like, fuck yeah, this is pretty cool. So, as you get that, you know, that serotonin kick mm. after you go out and uh, exercise. So, I was running and I was like, fuck yeah, this is amazing. And then I wanted to start going out to go hiking or to take photos far more frequently than anyone in my social circle oh you're one of them guys one of them fuckers that was <laughs> no, just like lose my number yeah, it was <laughs> it was just like hitting up everyone like oh man would you be interested in going for a hike this weekend and one thing that I've, I've at that time started to realize about people in general is that people want to do lots people don't do a lot yeah mm. and so you get lots of your friends that are like yeah yeah, yeah i'd love to do that i'd love to do that and then you chase them up like oh yeah let's go because at that time i was still kind of relying on going with someone with me in these activities because i don't know for whatever reason scared of going out on my own or just lack of self-motivation yeah i don't know just wasn't didn't, wasn't ready to go out on my own and so i was always trying to find people then started getting fucking really frustrated with the fact that people weren't doing what they say that they were going to do yeah and so I hadn't come to that realization that most people are full of shit. <laughs> and so I, just, I then realized that. Uh, <laughs> Don't look at me. Looking like at that. Shane, that all eyes on Shane. Look at you like this. <laughs> hey, it's working now, isn't it? So I set the studio <laughs> up before you come. We'll find out. Post. Then we need you to come back a third day. <laughs> we need you to fix the mics. But um, yeah, no. So then I went. Oh, fuck it. I'm just gonna have to man up, bite the bullet, and go out on my own. So, I started going out on my own and taking photos and playing around with them, watching hundreds of hours of YouTube videos to teaching myself how to take photos and just was getting immense enjoyment out of and satisfaction out of creating something and having it like doing something yeah, and then having something at the end of it that I could play with. So, that it wasn't just going out on the hike and having the feel good of the hike, but then I was also getting the feel good of coming home and then being able to do that at home as well so playing with the photos yeah. that i took as well as 
something that photography is incredible for is in the beginning of taking photos, your learning curve is you learn a lot very quickly. Yeah. And with photos, you have references. Yeah, yeah. And so you can visibly see each the progress, week the yeah. progress, which really, like, unlike the gym where you've got to go for fucking three years. <laughs> well, it's, it's like us with podcasting, but every episode, we're in a decline. Because <laughs> <laughs> the audio is all over the place. <laughs> You're bitter about that. No, no, no. no. It's good. <laughs> Stop it, Tommy. The <laughs> horse is dead. <laughs> Enjoy the process. This is what Flint just said. <laughs> So, no, I was very much enjoying the process. And so, yeah, that led to me just going out on my own. And it got to the point where I was f- going to work early. So, I'd rock up at work at 6 a.m. And somehow wheedled my way into being able to just create my own start and finish times at oh, work. One of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lose my which, I st- <laughs> which I've managed to maintain to this day, which I'm thankful for, is that my work is incredibly lenient as long as my job gets done and yep. I work my eight hours. Yep. When I start and when I finish, they don't care. As long as I'm not negatively impacting anyone, as long as no one whinges about it, real sweet. So, I started going to work at 6 a.m., finishing at 2 so I could drive to Gold Coast and do a hike Jesus in the afternoon. Christ. To take photos. To take photos, yeah. So I, by yourself still? Yeah. So, when you when you first started taking the photos <laughs> and everything, what, once you like refined the end product, mm. were you doing anything with the photos? Like yes. you said, you downloaded Instagram straight yeah. away. Were you putting them up on there, or unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you want to uh, treat yourself, go for a good scroll down to the bottom Did of my Instagram, up? and mm, there's, yep. there's been some improvements since then, <laughs> which I'm uh, thankful for. But ne- some of the, like other people I've talked to have, like said that they, after a while they deleted all their old photos as they decided to go professional photography. Yep. Just because, whatever. But I refuse. I refuse to do that because yeah, I, every now and again, I like to scroll back just to see how dog shit it was. Yeah, yeah. Just to remind myself, like Except you have reference point. You, yeah, you have mm. done a so lot. It's not like like some pers- prospective um, employers go like scroll through, look at about. Oh no, this guy took shit photos yeah. ten years ago. Yeah, yeah ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> fucked it. Piffy mop. Yep. No. Piffy mop. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. So no. So I keep them. But um, yes, yeah, so I was posting on Instagram, which is which was really good for me. So. As I was just going in all these places on my own, none of my friends are really going or interested. Um, as I was posting more of these photos on Instagram and using local hashtags and stuff, um, other people who were interested, mainly other people who were into photography and other photographers saw my work and was like, oh, man, you like going on hikes? I like going on hikes. Let's go on hikes. And so, just start meeting up with strangers from Instagram. In That always ends well, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of these things where if like it it just screams stranger uh, stranger danger stranger danger that's the one yep, there, okay yeah. it just screams it but I've never had a negative experience like yeah. I haven't even met many dickheads either the people who are just wankers like, yeah, I've met yeah. very few yep. and I think that's because you you can vet people a little bit on Instagram like you can scroll through their feed and stuff and see what they're about yeah, yeah, see yeah. what they're talking about see their interaction they'll be like well yeah 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 you can fake that. But to fake it over the span of years, yeah, it's probably something a serial killer would say, do. Is you're getting into Ted Bundy territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no, like a good Netflix doco. Highly recommend. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, we'll yeah, I got, I got over it. <laughs> oh, fuck you guys. Anyway, yeah. But um, yeah, so it is a bit serial killer. But anyway, um, have you so by this by that point when you moved in with um, Mitch mm-hmm. and you've taken up the hiking, mm-hmm. is that you? Have you come off the medication? No. Oh, really? Oh, so, nope. you're still on, even though you're feeling good and you're getting out there and change your lifestyle, you're still on the medication? Yes, because, and I had this conversation with my mother at times, usually my go-to, for uh, <laughs> <laughs> dump it out, like emotional stuff, like ring mum, like, mum, here's what I'm feeling. She's like, cool. Keep going. Is that, is that all? <laughs> That's it, like, yeah. Like, good tonight. You'll be right. You'll Thanks, be right. I, I love you. But, um, yeah, no, so it was very much a... Don't rock the fucking boat. Yeah. Mm. So, at that stage, I was still drinking, but the drinking had now reduced to what I would consider a normal level yeah. in which that I might go out on the weekend one night. I might go out with yeah. my housemates or something like that, or I might not. So, drinking- that one night- were you getting really fucking blind or... Oh, yeah. When oh. I go out... <laughs> I was... Yeah, don't be stupid. Yeah, okay. It's <laughs> the thing about... A, a different spin there. <laughs> no. no, no, no. <laughs> well, it's like an Australian thing where if you go out, 
and you buy a few beers. You've already like, and we were living in Rockley, so you got to get a cab in. Yeah, and then you go out for a few beers. You've already spent seventy bucks. Yeah. You may as well spend the other two hundred. Yeah, I've you're losing <laughs> yeah. money not. Doubling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're losing <laughs> money not doubling down. And, yeah, yeah. And so no, when I go out, and still to this day, like if I get on the piss, I can have a few beers and then go. Oh, stop if that's the scene. But oh, I'd nice. prefer to drink something nicer. Like I'd rather <laughs> yeah. sit around my friends and have some coffee and shit. Yeah, because mm. I, I generally same. think it tastes nicer. Yeah. Um, I said to you before we were recording is like mm. my body's now like if I have like two three rums, I feel sick afterwards because my body's like, man, I'm not. I'm not thirsty. Why are you still giving me... The, like, if you're going to force anything, it's water. Give me water. I don't need fucking rum any- anymore. What? You've lost Shane. He doesn't understand. He doesn't, <laughs> again, this is an what? odd concept for you. What do you mean? Two or three and stop. So, what? Water? Like, did someone tie you up? Or you, what did you read? You were trapped between a rock? Or, like, could you not get to where the rum was? Or... Did you forget to buy it? What's going on? Is the bottle shut? Yes, it is an odd concept, Shane. We'll talk off air. Oh, God. But no, um, I, no, I agree with Shane. Okay, so I'm not. How am I the weirdo right now? I'm the responsible one. But no, I don't know. For me, it's like all in, all out. And so I need to either just go, no, mm. don't hang around with people that drink, like, don't yeah. drink. Or if I do drink, it's like, wow, well, we're in. And we just strap in for the long haul. Yeah. And so. Um, how long, so, so you're still on the medication. Yeah, yeah. So um, didn't want to rock the boat. Yeah, something good was happening. Didn't want to fuck with it. Drinking was coming down. Great. Um, and so at that point, I suppose all I needed to do was expand my friendship group and more people that wanted to go out. And Instagram was pivotal in that in posting the photos of stuff. Other people were contacting me, going, "Hey, I really like your photos. You want to go for a hike?" And I'd have a look at their photos. Go, yeah, that's sick. And we'd start going on hikes with people. And then I'd start reaching out to people going, hey, I like your stuff. Like, you want to go on hikes? So I started building up this friendship group. And then in doing that, I started realizing that I really like taking photos of people as well. Mm-hmm. And that's when my love of portraiture started developing and taking photos of my friends out in these cool locations and stuff. And I also really liked this, the enjoyment of giving people photos that they liked of themselves. Yeah. yeah. And you get that feedback like, oh, these are great. Like, yeah, I really appreciate that and that kind of thing. And so, I started doing less and less and less landscapes. It's still doing hiking because to this day, doing that is just instilled a massive love of the outdoors. Yeah, yeah. absolutely love hiking, love being out there doing, seeing cool shit. And especially like waking up. I still wake up at two o'clock in the morning to go catch a sunrise in Noosa, which is bonkers. But it's always fun driving through the valley at 2 a.m. Like I'll go, uh, oh, I do that at work. Like, yeah, I, I you know do. exactly how you feel. You do, yeah. <laughs> and so, but thankfully, I don't have to stop. I don't have yeah, to talk yeah. to them. Oh, it's a risk I run every time. I'm like, yeah, let's go for a quick valley run and someone taps on the window. Help me, help me. <laughs> but oh, no, sorry, sorry. That's out of my jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah. You have to bring in a detective from Edinburgh. <laughs> I'm kidding. That never happens. <laughs> but um, no, so it was, I'd always go to grab coffee on my way through the valley. So now- it's like people watching out the front as you see girlfriends patting boyfriends on the back as they're throwing up in the gutter. You're just like, ha, ah, that was me. Fuck. <laughs> feel sorry for you, bro. Um, you know, so I started taking more and more portraits of people and realizing that like, oh, really digging this, really enjoying it. And then I had a conversation with a friend and was kind of starting to get to the point where I was like, I'm getting so much enjoyment out of this that it's all I want to do. And so, I'd wake up every morning thinking about photography. I'd be on my phone at work, looking at Instagram, like looking at photos and thinking about where Man, I wanted to go so, next. Fuck, that'd be so good to have. Like, uh, like, like passion. Passion. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but you're always coming up with ideas of stuff that you want to do. Yeah, and then abandon them. Yeah. No. Abandon them. Yeah. Very quick succession. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So, what are you going to do? You're going to weld up barbecues? Maybe. <laughs> the last time we talked it was like yeah I'm doing this yeah, no, I'm yeah. definitely going to do it I need to get a, um, a welder first yeah. and, yeah, well, uh, that's a bike, good so, so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well look I needed the bike yep. because my car broke down yep. oh yeah so okay. it, obviously I need to get to and from work yep naturally yeah 
No, it's, no, I'm saying it's a good purchase. Um, <laughs> We're not the ATO. Yeah, hey, 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 relax. It's us, right? All right? Don't, don't even stress. It's cool. No, so Madison you, won't listen. You put, the, you put the barbecues on the back burner. Ah, uh, 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 No? No. Stop. Hold on to that for an hour and a half. I knew I'd get the conversation there eventually. Oh, excellent. So you turned... What essentially was well, still is a hobby in a way, isn't it? No, no, okay, no, no, because you. Well, I'll let you explain well, it, but so in doing that, it was, it was very much a hobby to begin with, and getting down doing that. But I realized I was spending so much time thinking about it, getting so much enjoyment out of it. Um, I felt like in my further quest to change myself and grow as a person that I think I'd be doing myself an incredible disservice in being young and not trying to see whether I could pursue mm. as a career something I enjoyed and was passionate about. And so I started voicing that to a few other people and see what they thought. And they were like, thankfully, all of my friends, like I hear stories about people that actually get negative comments from their friends going like, oh, don't do that because for whatever reason. Oh, you're talking specifically about photography? Or- uh, yeah, so I've talked to my other f- photography friends about yeah. them coming out about photography <laughs> to their other friends. <laughs> And uh, mom, dad, <laughs> sit down. I've got something to tell you. <laughs> I've got round glasses. I'm now a photographer. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, talking to, they've said that as they've gotten more and more into photography or going out hiking or pursuing stuff that isn't sitting around with their friends drinking. So we've got yeah. quite a few friends who have actually very similar stories of like, oh, they've found this thing. They're now passionate about it. And they've made the decision like I have to turn it into a career. And that takes a lot of time. It's very time-consuming. And so, they're not hanging out with their friends as much or they realize that if you're working a normal job, which most of us are as we try to transition into full-time freelancing, um, the only times you have to pursue paid work and do paid work is after work during the week when you're usually fucking knackered. And so, you tend to use that time for sending emails or doing whatever. And then, you've got the weekend. That's the only time you have yeah. to shoot. And so, very, if you go out on the piss with your mates, the next day is fucking a write-off. Yeah. And yeah. so, one, half of your working days <laughs> are gone, yeah. which just isn't viable. And so, they've had, some other friends have had negative experiences from their friends. So, they get that persecution of like, oh, you're not hanging around with us no, anymore. Yeah. You're not doing what we want to do. And it's kind of like other people. What are they? Eighteen? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. People sometimes feel left out, and they, sometimes they're not even being malicious by it. They don't really understand that why they're doing, why they're saying those things or anything. I suppose they're kind of like just giving you shit because they think that's normal, or they yeah. they f- feel that the reflection back is that they they realize that they're not doing anything. Yeah. And so yeah. rather than going, oh, I should go do something with myself. No, no, the, stay the, down here with me. Yeah. yeah. Drag Fuck you back. Guys, yeah. But it's not always there. I don't know. Sometimes it's not openly malicious. Sometimes it's, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. And so, they've had those experiences and they've found it really tough almost to a point where they've had to just cut ties with old friends, the friends that they grew up with and stuff. And so, they've found that to be almost traumatic yeah. in some of these things where they're just not enjoying it at all and it's put a negative spin on their photography and stuff but they're still going for it so massive respect to them you've turned it into a business now yes and how long has it been a business like when did it how long has it gone from a hobby signed up for my ABN and is officially a business last week congratulations thank you Thank you. I've got a Visa card now where that has Flingo and Photography written on it. Oh, That's good. Jesus. Haven't started swiping it. I'm going to put it in a fucking drawer. <laughs> but uh, That's awesome. Man. So, that's as of last week, it's an official business as far as the Australian government is concerned. Yep. yep. But I've been <laughs> with a big wink. You hear that, ATO? <laughs> fucking I'm paying my GST. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm not yet because I'm not earning enough. Shh. Um, so, you- but prior to that, I have been getting paid for work and I've been building up clients yep. for- I think actively pursuing clients and building work for about six months. Yeah. But I know for the last year, I've been getting sporadic paid work, whether taking portraits or yep. doing all that kind of stuff, but not f- really having a direction that I really wanted to pursue. Yeah. And so, about 12 months ago, I decided to drop back to four day working four days a week, um, which work was happy to 
do, which is I'm forever thankful with my work for the fact that they're so lenient mm. and kind of understand that's something I want to do. And I'm one of those people that's kind of like, let me do what I want to do or fuck it, I'm out. Yeah, and I'll just yeah. like, it's either let me do what I want to do or right, fuck it, I'll quit. Also, have you not come off? The- Are you still on the medication? No. When did you come off the medication? So, I think, okay, so once I started taking portraits of my friends and going out regularly and hiking yep. and was happily going out on my own and I realized that I really like taking portraits. At that point, one of the skills that I was lacking was still as an introverted person by nature is the ability to talk to strangers mm-hmm. and build rapport with people. And so, I realized if I wanted to take photos of people, got to get the fuck over that because <laughs> you kind of need to talk <laughs> to people. And for- a, guy, a guy who's not talking to you and just... Clicking. Yeah. Real <laughs> creepy. Real creepy. It's not good. It's yeah. not good. And the worst, the, I think the hardest thing for me as well is being introverted in nature. But when you're the photographer, you have to be outgoing, not just for yourself, but for the other person. Because they're nervous. They're very nervous if it's yeah. if they've never been in front of a camera before. Or yeah. Even if they're even if they're professional models and stuff and they're used to it. Everyone's self-conscious. Yeah. And so... Because all the focus is on them. Yes. So, yeah. And so, you've got to be able to banter with people and build rapport with people very quickly so that you feel comfortable with each other and you can start working and get stuff done and come up with cool images. And so, I started interacting with people more um, and built up my own self-confidence in talking to strangers and stuff. And I think it was at that point where I went on a few hikes with people that I hadn't met before and was meeting other people that I saw showing traits of introverted nature or maybe not depression, but anxiety or they were having trouble meeting my eyes or were very um, quiet. And I was the one having that conversation with them and getting them out of their shell when I realized that I was the person trying to get them out of their shell, I think that's when I was like, oh, I'm not like that. I'm not like that anymore. Maybe I'm pretty sweet. Maybe Mm. I'm more good. And so, I think just before I moved out of Mitch's place, gave the phone call to mum. Got to let her know. Go, mum. Got to keep (laughs) letting mum know. Go, mum. Throwing, tossing the drugs. I'm off. I'm, I'm off the fucking Zoloft. Who is this again? Like, I'm off the- <laughs> so, sorry, where are you calling from? Do you have your telemarketer confidence? Yeah, I always ring mum from an unknown number. Oh, fuck it's yeah. a guy you haven't seen in a while. I'm off the drugs. <laughs> but, but no, um, so I told us off. Threw my pills in the bin. I was. Again, didn't wean myself on him. No respect for <laughs> No respect for the Zoloft. I was just like, nah, done. Flick. You're so lucky that you don't get vertigo when you come yeah, off that shit. Man. Mm. Holy fuck. What's it like? Fucked. Like, I don't even really truly understand what vertigo, vertigo is. Like, like literally um, dizzy. Like, okay. Uh, yeah. It's wrong, like, stand on the edge of, like, a, a high place and you kind of get that weird feeling. You don't I know you that. do. Yeah, I get a weird sensation in my testicles when he goes. Because I've got an <laughs> We've gone on a few the hikes together. And, <laughs> and I, I don't mind sitting on the edge of a cliff and dangling my feet off. Yeah, it's fucking gross. If you look, Even now, it makes me uncomfortable. If like, you look down, you kind of you get that. I mean, you, feeling. I can give me the car keys before he <laughs> yeah. does it. Every time <laughs> go, I ain't going down to the bottom to get the car keys <laughs> to go home. home. Yeah, so he's always like, oh, give me the keys. Uh, I'd assume uh, a police officer or someone would drive you home. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd call him on the way. <laughs> yeah. well, no, but no, like, his, no, his main concern then, is so he can just get home. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck about me. <laughs> but, but I literally get this I'll weird sensation in my testicles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gross. See you at the bottom. Oh. Yeah, so he's always super weirded out by that. Yeah. But, um... I forgot where I was going with that. Yeah, oh, yeah, so too. no, I tossed the drugs and I was like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. off antidepressants now, threw them away, didn't bother weaning myself off. No negative side effects um, or anything like that. So, how many years has it been now? You've been off them, like, what? Two and a half. Two and a half, probably three. And how are you feeling now? Good, man. Yeah. I think, like, really good. Yeah. No, you're it's looking tr- good, mate. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Did that ever change? <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of time there. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so, like, um, shit. 
I don't I think having something that I'm passionate about yeah. allows me to deal with unhappiness and sadness mm. well, that's much easier. Episode one. Jason. Find what you guest. like to what fuck with. Find what you like to fuck yeah. with. I've, yeah. I've listened to other podcasts as well about like, depression and stuff like that. And it seems to be not something. So what you're saying is uh, not not quite as good or I was gonna say the reoccurring themes that I've heard just scapegoat that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, answer the question directly. <laughs> but um no, so something that I've noticed as a reoccurring theme is that Finding something else to distri- like finding something else to put your energy into, rather- yep. and something that you're thinking about all the time stops you from think like getting yeah. caught up in your own head too much because yeah, you're yeah, too yeah. busy thinking outwardly yeah. rather than inwardly. Mm. And so, for me, I've no, found- yeah, hundred percent, man. Because like I- while I'm at work, like I just make myself flat out. Mm. It's like not that I don't want to go home. Like you know, I'm still at the clock, and yep, yeah, fuck yeah, it's almost time to go home. But then by the time that clock comes around, you knock off. It's like yeah, everything just starts coming back because, yeah. like, yeah, you just switch those well, gears. Well, even when, like, we started recording here at your house, mm. once, like I said to you, how, like, need a hand with, you know, how we're going to set yeah. the mics up and editing and, like, recording and everything, like, when you really invest yourself in yeah, it, yeah. I could see that you really enjoyed it. Yeah, like, yeah. It was something you wanted to keep doing and learning, yeah. So, it does help. Like, even, like, with the gardening and the motorbike and stuff like that, like, I don't think I'm going to have, like, what you've got was, like, one thing's, like, your passion. I'm just going to have to fill the void with expensive, shiny toys. But, see, you, you don't have to have one thing. And I think people yeah, are, like, striving for I mean. this one thing. Yeah. Oh, it's nice, though. It's like the dream. Yeah. You get there, mate. It's not a... But, see, that's the thing. I'm very lucky in that the first thing I truly tried turned yeah. out to be the thing that yeah. clicked. Which is oh, like, we'll come. Brag about it. Holy shit! I think we're probably at about an hour twenty. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. So I think that was um, I was very lucky in that. But I strongly encourage you to keep trying new things. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's only the, way yeah. you're going to find stuff is yeah. by trying all oh, this new dude. shit. And like, as soon as I got that bike, I'm fucking so glad I did because like, just been going like go, being able to go go to work every fucking day on that thing. I'm excited to go to fucking work on my bike, like yeah. going up glorious or whatever. Like, I've forgotten how much fucking fun it is. So yeah, yeah. Well, um, where can people find your photography at the moment? Uh, you can either go to my website, which is www.flingram.com. <laughs> Or you can go on but my Instagram. It's so professional. I'll, I'll, can you I'll, put put a, a, I'll put a link. Put a link in? Yeah, it's on the bottom. I actually gave away my first business card yesterday to some bloke at the bottle shop. <laughs> did he want did it? He, or did he, he want it? it? <laughs> <laughs> Throw it at him. Take this. <laughs> was he like, uh, how are you paying for that? And you just gave him your business card and nodded. And he was like, no, <laughs> seriously, how are you paying your <laughs> You know, mate. You know. No, that was it, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, so we'll... we'll yeah, we'll up. put the links and in. Awesome, appreciate that. People who are looking... What, what kind of photography do you do? Like, do you offer people now? Like, So, I do... Are, you, are we at wedding stage yet? No. So, do I... want to do that? Not particularly. Yeah, I didn't think so. Oh, here, it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> um, I think people think it's hard. It's difficult. But I think once you start peeling the layers back and you get comfortable with anything, yeah. you can get good at it. And it's not quite as big of a beast as you think. Yeah. It is still incredibly fucking stressful. Well, I was gonna say, and if you, if you fuck it up, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Bridezillas and all that. Just don't Jesus. fuck it up. You're fine. Yeah. But no, I mainly do commercial photography now. Okay. So, working with business, a lot of small businesses yep. to do for their social media as well as like content for whatever it is they need, websites, that kind of thing, and helping them with that. So, I get a lot of fulfillment. Do out I of get a commission for giving you that camera? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure I gave you money for that. No, no, I mean of your business. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a finder's fee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay. Oh, Sorry, I mate. I thought I'd ask, but whatever. Goddamn Well, Flynn, thanks for joining us, mate. No, thanks for having me. coming out of here again and <laughs> dealing I'm with so it. sorry, mate. That's all right. I only got here at 11.30. What time yeah. is it now? 10? 10.20? Jeez, it was mm. 12 hours. I know. 12-hour podcast, love it. <laughs> uh, check out Flynn Graham's page on Instagram, Facebook. Anything else? Twitter? You want all that? No, thank God. No? No, just Facebook, Instagram, or website. All right. We'll put all your links up on our social media stuff. Awesome. Appreciate it. That's episode seven. Wrapped up. Maladjusted Monkeys out.